And now, detailing success in PNS Double Black present the Rennie Doyle Podcast, a podcast for blue-collar entrepreneurs. Hosted by the detailer of Air Force One and founder of both detailing success and the detail mafia, Rennie Doyle. Good morning, guys. Morning. How you doing? How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Snowing, finally. I mean, like sticking. Yeah. Like it's uh, like a year ago. It's- a year, a year ago, we had two feet on the ground. Right now, I've got, we've got it barely covering the ground. I'm all excited, like I'm a 12 year old kid. It's uh, it's a little cold and rainy here this morning, so yeah, it was actually awesome. really cold last night. Yeah, it was cool here too. Well, you can imagine, you know. I'm, so, I'm, I'm sure it was colder. Yeah, I'm sure it was, but uh, <laughs> and it's uh pretty awesome. But got a good cup of uh, coffee going and. Uh, this is a cool topic. So, good morning, Oscar. How you doing? Good, good. Yeah, you know. we we roped we roped Oscar into this one. He he made the mistake of uh, chiming in and sending us a few notes, and Rennie's yeah. like, "Well, why don't you join us? <laughs> yeah, you want you come on, you know." So, hey, this funny, is. Uh, I, mean, I, saw, I saw it, and I was like, hmm, "This reminds me of something," and I sent it over, and then I was like, "Okay, I guess I got to be on it now." There you <laughs> well, go. You know, thanks for having me on. Rennie. You don't have to be on it. We can kick you off right now. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like a woman's like, let me make that happen. Look, you don't have to. Look, you don't have to. I mean, what do you want to? Yeah. What do you want to do? You don't want to. You don't want to. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you, you don't want to go work today. Is it raining up there too? Ventura. Hey, do you guys have any of the big waves? Uh, yeah, we had. Uh, actually, Chris, when we were talking about it over the weekend, we we there's that video that's going around right now of that big wave that came off of SeaWorld, which is about a mile away from my house, but. It was, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Not a lot of damage, but uh, we did get some rain last night, some heavy rain, but it's uh, sunny and blue skies right now outside. So, oh, wow. Wow. But yeah. We, yeah. We, had, uh, we had some flooding. We had, uh, <clears throat> you know, on the detail side, a couple of vehicles were not a couple, a lot of vehicles were flooded out here from the rain last week. Um, yeah. Were you, ever, were you growing up there? Were you ever that kid? I mean, you probably used to, you didn't really care, uh, Chris, you, but. Anytime we'd get like you know big wave action like that, the seas got really rough, man. Um, you know, it was always a it was always a risk factor of heading down there in my VW because there's a fifty percent chance I wasn't going to be able to get home um, because the thing broke down more than anything. But did you guys ever head just to go see like the big you know the the big seas, the rough seas, and like watch people just get that dumb people get sw- swept away because they're up too close? Like, look, honey, watch, hold my beer, and then next thing you know, they're gone. And you see the Coast Guard yeah. come out and get them. I used to ride my bike down there because, we, we, I mean, growing up in Ventura, we're right by the beach. So I used to ride my bike uh, with my cousins out there to the beach and see that stuff. But there's a meme going around right now about people in Ventura. And, like, <laughs> like we're the only ones that go when the when the water's coming out of the ocean to go sit right on the sidewalk and see it come hit us. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. It's, it's, I mean, that was, like, we used to, there's a lot of people. I never, I, never, I never drove down to the beach. But, uh, you know, we have something really special that goes through the valley here. It's called the L.A. River. And it's a yeah. it's yeah. a it's a concrete river, and so we would go to the to the overpasses and see how far the river came up. Which sometimes, when it gets real bad, like you're talking, I don't know what is it, thirty feet deep, and it would get all oh, the way yeah. to the top of the bridges. Oh yeah, we've I've seen it like that. Well, it's funny because as a kid, El Nino, when I was a, I was probably like eight or ten, it hit. And I, re- I remember that was the first time I'd ever heard that term. It was in the seventies, and I remember my, my my poor Danny Wood, man. Danny Wood was he's the guy that that helped get me into detailing though. Cause we rode our bikes up and found the airport, but Danny and I decided to steal my brother, oldest brothers, which is 12 years older than me. 
inflatable kayak. And we decided that in the floodwaters, it'd be a really good idea to take and paddle the kayak somewhere. And we got stuck in the currents. We ended up like five miles from home. The kayak got punctured and was was destroyed. Um, so we went ahead and just threw the paddles and everything away because I was going to get killed anyway. Um, and so that was my first experience with LDN. It's We're so lucky we didn't get killed. I mean, I'm not kidding you. We ended up five miles. We ended up in San Bernardino. I grew up in Colton. We we grew up, we ended up right down by uh, the 215 210 interchange. If you guys knew where that, or excuse me, the two the 215 10 interchange. Uh, Amazing! You travel you travel the whole Inland Empire with that. That's crazy. the whole Inland Empire. Yeah, the whole Inland Empire. So that's an inside joke. So, hey, today this is cool, and we're going to have um, all of us jump in on this. The, the underrated superpower of knowing yourself. Um, knowing yourself is something really tough, and it it's it's it shouldn't be a standing target your whole life. I will tell you this, and we'll jump into this a little bit. I think I'm back to really who was I supposed to be when I was a kid and and in my in my 20s. So as a young person, um, I kind of I think a lot of us. I, I think there's people listening that they've always been them. They know who they've known who they are pretty much from day one. I was never that person. Um, I kind of had to figure it out, and it, there's been j different chapters, and definitely fatherhood kind of changed that I, because I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's everybody or I don't know. I didn't have a dad, so I didn't have that fatherly figure, so I didn't know really what that was supposed to be and how it's supposed to act. Uh, but this is, a, this is a really interesting topic, and I started out with C Ricardo. We all know Ricardo from from up in uh, Utah, right? And we had our our main event here, we had a hundred people here in the shop and Ricardo came up and asked my, me a question. And I've shared this several times. Hey man, do you, do you love yourself? And I never asked myself that question, man. And so when I feel like a little beat up, um, I got to remind myself that I got to love myself. And so knowing yourself is, it, it's pretty sad that you've got to, or I've got to, maybe you don't, but let me, let me ask you guys that Chris, do you love yourself? Oh, that's a weird. You've asked me that one before, you know. Yeah. Oscar, I mean, you're coming right behind him, so I must. I put up with myself. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You know, I, I kept my I kept myself but, around. You know, but on, um, honestly, do you love yourself? I mean, I think that's a complex, and it's not an easy question. So, so Oscar, do you have an immediate response, or you kind of stumble with it a little bit too? Um, it's something ever since, uh, I mean, I was there that day when Ricardo asked and you shared that and I've heard you shared it a few times and it, it says it's, you know, resonated with me myself is, you know, I, at, like Chris Wallen said, you know, at times, yes. Um, you know, but I love myself enough to, you know, try to live a healthy lifestyle, you know, and, yep. and I think it starts with that is, is the lifestyle that I live, um, to try and, you know, to live healthy and be healthy, you know, hit the gym, get, you know clear my mind, you know, do things to keep my state of mind happy. Um, and I think that's where it starts is, you know, by being happy and, you know, loving yourself is, is I think where it's, it's at, you know, and, and go back to what Chris said, you know, it's like, you know, you put up with yourself. I think we all put up with ourselves, you know, and I think that's the hardest thing to do. And that's one of the things that, you know, that, that I happened to share with you guys yesterday is, you know, is knowing that is knowing that you got to put up with yourself and how to, you know, and how to do it and move on, you know, push through. 
I, I think so. And, and, you know, anybody listening right now, so many good hellos right now. So many good, you know, people, Mexico in the house, Mike Carlin in the house. Good morning, Mike. How you doing, buddy? Um, just so many people here. But ask yourself that right now. And Mike said something interesting. I think as men, we struggle with that, you know, is that we want to provide and make our families happy, but we forget the little things. And a lot of times those little things are ourselves. And I agree. And I'll, I'll, I'll even expand that out as men. We do definitely do. And I'll, I'll sometimes have people say, well, you don't you don't mention women. I, I'm not a woman. I, I don't know that perspective. I'd be guessing. And then I'd probably 50 percent chance I'm wrong, you know, so I can only give it to you. I'd love to hear a woman's, you know, I think I think they struggle the same way we do, especially strong A type, you know, entrepreneurs and stuff like that is that. You know, self-sabotage, getting up in the morning, working out, taking care of yourself. But also, let, let's go one step further. What about your thoughts? I mean, if you love, if you don't love yourself and you don't love the people around you, how's shit going to come out? I mean, think about that your for thoughts, a second. Your thoughts can be a dark place. It can yeah. be a very dark place. You know, thoughts, thoughts can uh, – I mean, me personally, I believe I, I've been through – I would say I've been through hell and back uh, in my short lifetime that I've been here, um, you know, dealt with a lot. But I think, uh, you know, controlling the thoughts and controlling your emotions and then controlling your communication on how you present it, it all has to, you know, resonate within yourself to do it instead of, you know, and it, it's hard to talk about. As men, like you said, it's hard to get into feelings like that. Um, it is, especially to, quietly. To to even express thoughts, you know? Um, and the last time we did one of these, I had another detailer from the East Coast reach out. He goes, man, something you talked about just really hit me. You know, he was a Marine or he was an army combat vet and hit me up and he just like, and we just went down this hole of just talking over Facebook. And it's like, man, like I, I needed it and he needed it, you know, but it was a lot of thought that was in it that I felt like he couldn't let out at the time, but something resonated with him that we said. And I think it's just hard for us as men to talk about our thoughts and talk about our feelings and how we really feel. You know, I, I saw something this morning. I was, I, I was just, I love to read in the morning and I was reading and I've got really limited uh, news sources that I go to. And there was a celebrity kid attacking a celebrity dad and, and vice versa. They're both kind of ugly to each other. Right. And um, I was like, you know, I mean, she, he can say he's at peace with it. She can say she's at peace with it, but saying those things about another human and especially cause it's your father or it's your kid, man, I, man, you got to live with yourself, you know? And I think that shit's going to come out at some point and I don't think it's healthy. So, Hey, before we jump in, uh, brought to you today, we want to mention a really important sponsor of the show today. It's us. Um, detailing success and the mafia that if you if you want to if you want to grow your brand your business let's let's i'm gonna i'm gonna get these guys perspective is that our our, our one-day trainings listen if you're a pro amateur it's a great way to start or if you're an amateur and you, you just love doing your own stuff maybe for some friends and it's kind of a a little side hustle um one day is a great thing but if you're a pro um if you're a professional and you're doing this for a living or you want to do it for a living that's what we're all about is that we're we're about building up your brand, your business, your wealth, your worth and your abilities and tying all of that in to where every time you take an SOP, every time you do a step is it's profitable. That's what we're about. We're not for everybody. 
Uh, it's an intense five days. Uh, it's not cheap. Uh, but then you've got an opportunity to come into the mafia and a lot of support is, are they the only group in the, in town? Absolutely not. But they're one of the only in the few and the longest, uh, running that are vetted. And, uh, we keep a tight rein on that and a lot of good people in there helping a lot of good people. So brought to you by, uh, us. so you guys got anything to add to that? We're going to jump into this. Oh man. Well, just, uh, just uh you know it's it's one of those things where i i like to always write this it's we i say we i mean well i mean it is we but it's it's you mostly um help people you know build the lifestyle they want that's a big part of it right is is you know it doesn't it doesn't mean that um you know everybody's after making a million dollars they're just after a lifestyle that makes them happy so and you, if you if you want to go make a million, we brought that in. We've we, our companies, the companies that that uh, I've started and Diane started over the years is responsible for hundreds of millions of dollars. We know how to we know how to build a company, and uh, we, we've been through a lot of different things. There's the true value of this. So Oscar, you want to Oscar kind of runs the the show on the mafia side. So once people get here, we say Chris gets them here, and then they go into Oscar's hands once they're here. So Oscar, you want to throw a couple two cents in? Yeah, I mean, it, it, the talk about lifestyle. I mean, it, it completely changed my detailing business where I'm at now. It completely changed my life going through your training running. It really did. Um, you know, taking for what I was when I first went in, did the five day. I did not expect it because I had done prior trainings to going to years, and it was just different. It was day and night. Um, the culture, the the people in the group, the members have really helped me out. You know, Joe. I always give credit to Joe F. Flores and you know Justin Lobato, who I've always looked up to in the group. Um, as my mentors and I can reach out to is um, it really helped me. And I mean, I, I, as far as, you know, like you, one thing that you said with me is, and we just talked about it, uh, it is expensive, but you know what, if um, don't really focus on what you're paying and get there, focus on what you're going to make after you leave. And I guarantee you it's, it's well worth it. And you're going to make that money back the first month you get back home. It's that's how yep. fast you can yep. turn your profit. Well, it's, and that's what we tell people good. is that, it, it's really about taking and in, 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 in utilizing your time in a better way. And we everything everything in the training. Listen, when you walk out of the training, you're going to be able to we'll, we'll get we'll get off this topic here in a second. But you're going to be able to kick the shit out of 85 percent, 90 percent of the detailers in the, in the world because most of them haven't invested. And when you're investing in something like this is not only investing in the skill set, you're investing in what makes you money. And so uh, and <clears throat> there's. You know, you you go across the industry, and this isn't just our industry. A lot of people, a lot of frauds out there that they haven't done it. They don't know how to do it. Um, they they just detailed and been successful through COVID. I hate to say it, it that was easy. Um, we're starting to see realities now pop up of what um, I don't even think self correction. I think we're just back to normal, you know. And then we got all the world events happening, and it's made things uneasy. So. Uh, anyway, that's the sponsor for today. And so we'd love to talk uh, business with you if you want to come out to a training. So imagine a world and uh, and Chris, thanks for a lot of these notes, by the way. Uh, so imagine a world where there's there's there, your decision making is really it's laser focused. OK, where your career, um, it, it really it's it's all about purpose, your relationships. Uh, it's there's just a nice, even keel uh, authenticity. It's it's everything's is overflowing as you're comfortable um sounds good right it's that's knowing who you are uh, and and when you when you when you unlock that and you really dig down and i listen i've spent i remember when i wrote the book 
uh, about detailing. And to, I just looked that up. I just sent a uh, the publisher a note last night, <clears throat> or excuse me, sent myself a note to send the publisher a note today that I want to do an update. And by the way, you guys haven't paid me in three years. Um, but, you know, wrote the book in 20, 2012, August 7th, of 2012 is when it hit when it hit um, Amazon. And I didn't know now I'm an author. Shit, I never had that title. You know, what do I do? And I remember searching for me. And I just remember going to SEMA right after the book. And, and that, that's really a, a pivotal time that, that changed a lot for me. Uh, one of the pivotal times. But I remember totally leaving SEMA and going, God, that was not me. I, I knew for a fact. And, and at that moment, I, I think I reverted back and I've stayed there pretty well since then. So for the last 14 years, I've been, I think, authentically me. I think for the first 30 years of my life, so for 44 years, I've been authentically me. That means for 13 years of my life, I wasn't. I wasn't authentically me. I was searching. And that's okay because I found out that I actually like the original version. Uh, it's like original Coke. It just, it just, I did, I did better with it. And so it's, it's a power that's un, underutilized. And we spend so much time counting in, you know, our abilities to detail, which is God. I hate to say it. That's if you're just concentrating on, on your skills and what coding you're using and chasing trends and, and, and molding ourselves into everybody else that's out there, you're just going to fit with everybody else that's out there is that it's you that makes us unique. And, and, and it's the relationship and your culture and who you are and how you present and how you talk and 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 it's it's just unique i mean i always bring up the actor jack black is that his name the the comedian kind of what you're thinking of but that is an actor yeah <laughs> yeah that the, the kind of the kind of chubby guy yep yeah school rock guy. Him. yeah school rock guy he he's nothing special like he's not a like he's not a leading man uh looks could you no. imagine him looking any other way? I mean, he wouldn't be him, you know? Woody Harrelson, you want to talk about a dude that's just gone out there and is just, you know, he's he's Woody. He's weird. He, you talk about somebody that's went out and, and, and tried to figure it out. Um, Snoop Dogg, I mean, you look at Snoop, dude. He just made the news that he's going to do something with announce at the for the Olympics. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, he's, uh, he's going to be a, a host on site in Paris. Oh my God! I can't wait. That's the first Olympic. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch the Olympics just because Snoop Dogg's involved. And and you look at Snoop Dogg, man. He's a tall, skinny dude. But could you imagine Snoop any other way? And the answer is no, because I guarantee you, all these people that are. I mean, you you look at Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Is that you know? There's a persona. We've done a lot of work for celebrities over the years, and there is a screen, uh, a screen them and a public them. But a lot of them, there's not. Is that there? You know, Bruce Willis, the actor Bruce Willis. He's totally what you see in like Die Hard, his movies. That's I think Die Hard was who he was when he's on his own. Uh, now, as he's aged, he's probably refined himself. But um, maybe not. You know, maybe not. But he was he was he was a whole lot of fun uh, to be around. Um, you know, in the the time that we we're around him. So you know, the world could totally totally be opened up. And, and by you just simply knowing yourself. And so how, how do you do that? You know, is, is just like when you, when you, when, when Oscar came to training or Chris, they both started out at training. 
uh, you know, Chris came to, to uh, our training down in Orange County with detailing.com. Oscar came through Big Bear and and both well, of them started Bear, out. I came through Big Bear eventually, too. I you did, did both. Yeah. You did both. You did both. He only he only did once. You know, he only did one. You know, so it, oh, you know, it, yeah, 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 he only did, he only did one, but he's been here a lot. He's been here a lot, but Hey, you guys is, as you've, as you've grown your, your, your business and your abilities coming up through the time that you were young all the way to now is that if people are just working and this is all too common with blue collar is all you're working on is honing in skills and, and your product knowledge, which is important. But what about you? How many people, you know, is 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 working on on you, you know, on getting better, on liking what you project is is huge. What you say to other, let me tell you, if you're nice, it means a great deal. If you say something that shouldn't be said to somebody, that spreads like wildfire. And so you you've been able to take in knowing what, when, what, uh, go back to something I always say, does it need to be said? Does it need to be said right now? And do I need to be the one that says it? And so that's honing in you of knowing when to say something and when not to, is that I'm sure Oscar in your time, I'm sure Chris, that there's times where I tell you something and you're like, what the hell is wrong with this idiot? You know, um, I'm sure that Oscar in your time is you dealt with enough officers where they come down and, 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 some butter bar come up to you and tell you something and you're like shaking your head, like who ties your boots in the morning, sir. Um, but did, <laughs> as you guys worked your way through corporate America and through the military and, and, and different things, wasn't honing in yourself part of the journey. I'm going to ask you both that. Oh, I'm, I'm going to say <clears throat> absolutely. I mean, I, you know, when I was thinking about this, my journey through life, at least when it comes to professional careers, you know, I've made changes to that journey as a result of figuring out me better, if that makes sense. I, I came to a conclusion or a realization that, you know, something either wasn't a good fit for me anymore or I wasn't a good fit for it. Um, and I did that by taking a deep dive and, and reflecting on who I am, what I am, you know, how I function and really just being honest with myself. You know, sometimes it wasn't looking back, it didn't make me feel really positive about myself, but it was honest, right? Like, like, yep, Chris, you know, you're not really cut out for this. Just be honest with yourself, pivot and, you know, yeah. figure out something else, which to be honest, you know, that's, you know, I've, I've kind of told this story before, but that's how we came to do this together because I'm a good detailer. I'm not a great business owner. You know, it's just plain and simple. And I'm a better entrepreneur than I was an entrepreneur. And so when we had this opportunity to work together, you know, after reflecting on that, you know, I pivoted and made a change because I admitted to myself that, you know what, what I was doing wasn't meant for me, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, so Oscar, yours is a little unique because you spent a career, you know, in the military so many years. Um, so how, you know, you know, being starting at the bottom as you did and then working your way up pretty dang high up, you know, how much, how much skill sets did it take to work on yourself and how important was that? 
I think it was an everyday. I mean, the one of the things I sent you guys yesterday was the Marine Corps leadership principles. And the number one is literally know yourself and seek self-improvement. That like that was in, engraved in our head day one in boot camp. You got to know yourself and seek self-improvement. And then there's different steps of how to go on to it. Um, but to me, my biggest thing was I would always seek my you know, superiors opinions, you know, the counseling, we had a 30 day counseling session, 60 days, 90 day counselings, and they will tell you what's good, the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, and how to get better. Um, so a lot of time in the military was spent working on yourself, making yourself better. Um, and then as I went through the ranks, there's all the leadership courses that you take at every, at, at every level. Um, but it was a constant work, you know, knowing yourself and, and, and again, it's like seeking that and having thick skin. I, I I feel that I can go to both of you and be like, hey, guys, honestly, I need you to tell me how do you feel about what I'm doing or the performance? I got to be able to take that. Um, and and like woman said, pivot. If I'm doing good, let's continue to march forward. But if I'm not doing so good, I got to be able to stop, re, uh, you know, reset and then pivot to the left or to the right and then continue to go the other route, you know, based on your peers and, you know, bosses opinions because a lot of that comes through you know you can be you but again are you going to fit in the situation do i fit in this circle right now of our team do i fit in a group do i fit you know and this can go anywhere do i fit in the chamber do i fit in bni do i fit you know in rotary club there's different things and i've done different pivots where i was a part of all of these at one time and then i've stepped back from one to you know give more to the other but a lot of it was analyzing myself am i really happy here is this really working for me? And then keep moving forward. And I think the problem in this, um, in the detailing side is a lot of it is people just want to stay up with the latest and greatest. And they're doing more on the social media just to keep the social media crowds happy instead of keeping themselves happy. Boy. Amen. You know? And, you know? and I think that that's the biggest thing is we live a, a false life through social media. And it's like, you know, well, Rennie has this, so I got to go get it, you know? So now I got to post it. And it's a lot of it is, are you really happy? You know, it's, I try to stay off a lot. I don't post a lot on there, um, but I see it. I see, I see the posts, and then I see what's reality. And it's like, it's not, you know, it's not who you are. So why are we posting that stuff? Or why are we trying to live a life that we're we don't have? Why are we trying to live a lifestyle that we don't have right now? Yes, you're chasing it, and that's good. But be honest with yourself. You know, be honest with yourself, your family, you know, your peers. And, and to me, my, my biggest thing is I always ask, and I have my guys that I talk to, you know, Chris Williams and Daniel Gill, I'm, I'm always on with them, even Willem Lara, like we talk a lot within the group. Uh, these are the guys that I talk to a lot and and they'll tell me and I tell them straight up if they're messing up, if I'm messing up, that you know, I always ask for second opinions on anything that I do. And it's not because I'm not confident in myself, it's because I want to make sure that we're doing the right thing, that I'm doing the right thing and how it looks in the public eye, you know, because a lot of us, we just fire from the hip and when we do it's noticeable you know we, we can see who's doing it out there and this is across all social media platforms and in every industry i see it everywhere you know i see a lot of entrepreneurs out there a lot of influencers right now and and that's like the big thing last year coming into this year we see them you know a, a uh, lot between, of influencers. Be, between people wanting to build videos and training uh you know now that's the the biggest you know and it's all going to die out we've seen this before is that you know and and you know, it's it's I'll have somebody get a hold of me for the IDA that wants to be a recognized independent trainer. And I'll, I'll just have them pull up the website and I'll say, hey, you know, let's read down the requirements and they get two or three down. And, you know, they don't meet the requirements. But then two months later, they're a trainer. And it's like, what? the? You know, I mean, 
I mean, good for them, but it, on the same token is that why are people going to them? Probably because it's either free or cheap, right? Um, and, and, and our energy, man, you, if you, if you want to see, if you want to see your core worth and, 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 and bring value to yourself, you got to protect your energy because if you're, if you're screwing around with your energy and, and, and you're spending it in the wrong way, man, I'll tell you what, that is just, that's a race to the bottom. You are tanking is that you, you've got to watch your energy and putting, Putting putting your 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 efforts into bullshit, and I I just love what you know you guys said is we we watch the Joneses, we see everybody that's going on. Well, first off, it's most of it's bullshit. Second off, is Chris, how many months did did Diane and I have the Porsche deal? It was like a year and a half, right? Yeah, something like that, or a year, whatever it was, you know. Yeah, but it was a long time. What we did is we went on a Porsche program, and. We uh we had a brand new Porsche every two weeks. We we brought him into training. We'd fix him up. The dealership got wise to where w w what we were doing, and so they would give us some problems, um, problem cars, nine elevens, the whole the whole fleet of Porsches. We had everything. Um, and you think that here we've got a brand new. Most of them were brand new, a couple hundred miles on them. We were driving these things. Diane just dug it, but was it really satisfying? No, honestly, I mean it was cool. But was it soul satisfying? Soul satisfying to me is watching other people free up my mind where I don't have to. I don't know. I don't know. I just shit most of the time. I think that anything that's going to bring me joy that's tangible, the car right behind me, that brings me joy. Um, that thing's paid for. It's it's not a concern. It's got a lot of cool memories in it. Um, but a car, every time I get something, okay, our purpose built um overland vehicle that brings a lot of joy because it's not just a point a to point b and i'm a serious car person but people will buy shit and they'll they'll okay i'm gonna get i'm gonna build this into my business because it looks cool i'm gonna get hexagon lights i'm gonna get this incredible big shop and i'm, I'm gonna tell you if people are real honest with you it's not real satisfying is the newness wears off and then you're like oh shit this thing's aging out just like every other car i've driven except it's a lot more expensive um, and so I like purpose driven vehicles that give me joy. My wife's old Porsche here, that's 20 something years old. Um, that gives a lot of joy and it's just, I don't know, it's fun, but I'm not keeping up with the Joneses. I really don't care. I really don't. I want to do things that warms my heart and brings me happiness. And, you know, and, and I think, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, you, you mentioned, you guys mentioned keeping up with the Joneses and people posting stuff on the internet. I saw a good one uh posted the other day it's actually a photographer i follow uh said don't let the internet rush you nobody is posting their failures no man and and most most <laughs> won't tell you that even when you get to a certain degree i mean I, i've made it pretty high up in the food chain within the industry and you still got struggles man that, that just the the level of struggle and the severity of it changes and it's it's the tool again ex, exactly what you guys just put into it what's the perspective what am i good at what am i not good at and and i know what i'm not good at i know what I, i'm a good i'm a good business bill i'm a good salesperson i know sales and and i know connection and i know people and i love people i really i love people and so you know look i, I really don't like all these when i was a detailer and owned shops 
and and that wasn't all that long ago that the last one you know that we just I couldn't didn't have time for it anymore. I didn't pay attention to the other details. I knew what they were up to. I knew what they did good, and I knew what they they weren't good at. So I would go in and hone in on that. But mainly, it was my own story. I wrote my own story. I just didn't. I just I just didn't. I didn't pay attention to that. I didn't care what their shop looked like. Ours was just really clean and nice, and I I knew what. I had to do based off of my personality. When you start looking outside of your life is people can motivate you and people I've even had people kind of mold my personality a little bit as I take traits that I like from people I've met and kind of build them into my traits. That's okay. That's cool. Um, but you know, I think, in, you know, in our, uh, embrace, you know, that internal inspection, that deep, you know, what, what's your thoughts? You know, and how do I do that? Man, I journal, I mind map, I do all these different things is, is I'm constantly looking. I mean, I look at, I look at, so I got so many, I, I look at people that are only into what they're into and they've, they've got such a small window of what they enjoy in life. Man, I just think that's a shame. I, I've got so many interests, you know, I, I just always have and always will. And, um, you know, I, I just think that, you know, looking at yourself and really knowing and not being afraid to, to have some find of some new loves and some new um, challenges outside of what you do for a living is so important. Um, you know, seeking uh, feedback is, again, I've gone through some advanced leadership courses, um, not near as many as what Oscar's gone through. Uh, I, I would sit there with other officers and watch them, like, kind of, like, be bummed that they're there. And I'm just taking – it's it's like even every – even when we're on a podcast, I'm taking notes from our own podcast. I learn from every opportunity we have. And so, go ahead. No, no, I was, saying so, I, I was literally taking notes myself. <laughs> right. And and so, you know, we have to do self-evaluations in, 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 in the guard. And uh, Oscar and I have talked about this. We even do it within the, the mafia, you know, is self-evaluations. And it's how That's are right. you doing? Going, and it's, it's going out today. It's going out today. And so... What that is, is it's it's a way for you to take and know, hey, I stumbled a little bit this year. These are the where areas I want to, it's not as a as a critical, it's not critical on you. It's 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 to make you better at something. And so that's some that's some feedback, some self-feedback. And then challenge some of your, your assumptions. There's so many we can assume things and most of the time are wrong, right? But with that, you got to listen to your gut. You know, there's times where I just, when you're hardcore about something, listen to your gut. There's 90% of the time, my, my first gut instinct is right. 10% uh, of the time, it hasn't been, you know, is it was wrong. And did it cost me? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. But that's also how you develop a good gut instinct is by having to learn what, what those boundaries are and what that looks like and how good you're getting. And you've got to have some life underneath you, you know. But, you know, narratives, and, 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 and again, is so easy to go onto social media. I hardly ever go. I look at fun stuff on social media. Um, I look at things that motivate me. I look at things that 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 uh, motivate me to to live a better life, to be a better man, to be a good man. Um, and so, experiment, you know, and 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 try different things. Self discovery, you know, is so important. And exploring, you know, different paths within your business, within your personality, uh, even the way you sell. Is that you know I was sitting at a table at an event this summer, and Jimmy, uh, our buddy Jimmy, came up to me and he goes, "Man, boss, you're you're a little quieter than you used to be." And I said, "You know, I'm just listening to the table." 
And there's a time where you just got to listen to the table you're sitting at. And there's a time to speak. And what I found out in life, in the position I'm in right now, you can learn an awful lot by listening to the table. And, you know, if you're an A type, that might not be real easy. Uh, but I'm telling you, sometimes it's just quieting down and just watching people's reactions and just watching their their body language. A, I learn a lot from those people uh, that I can bring into my own life. And then B, I learn to stay away from some people and what maybe their motives have shifted. Some really good people that unfortunately their motives have shifted and I just stay away from, you know, my, I don't believe in new year's resolution, never have. Uh, I just, I just want to, I, I want to get things in my life that I want in my life and things out. So this year, uh, last year, my goal was to really, uh, is to be present, to get active, you know, and we semi did it and it's getting easier and easier and easier to do it. This year is zero drama, none, none, zero, zero, zero from me, around me, to me. I don't want any of it. And I just, you know, we don't have time. I've got too many cool things happening. And uh, I just want to be uh, the ultimate. I want to be who I am and who I am does not deal with drama well. And so, you know, there's going to be detours. We're going to run into it. There's going to be some dead ends we hit. There's, you know, moments of some confusion but you know every step you're getting closer and closer to finding who you are and uh authentically you and that's really it's really important um i like that the fact of you know going to people and asking for some input be really careful with that um there's going to be people that put you down just to put you down there's going to be people that tell little fibs well i've been seeing this because they don't like that what you're doing in life and it's not because you're doing anything wrong it's because you're doing everything right and they don't like it. There's the people that I've got a handful of people that, uh, for instance, I'll give it a, an illustration. Well, both these guys, I, I bounce people, things off of the, both these guys on a regular basis. Um, but, you know, my buddy Rich, you know, grew up, man, we're lifetime friends. Uh, Diane, you know, my wife, uh, huge, probably the number one, right? But she's going to be kind sometimes. I'm her husband, right? We really dig each other. Um, Jim Gogan man you know jim is just ah man if you don't he's from boston area and if you don't want to hear it don't ask him because he's going to give it to you straight and sometimes it's not a good pill to swallow and uh it's it's he's called me out a couple times on shit to where i deserved it you know and that's when you know you've got the right people around you is that they're calling you out for the right things because you're doing the wrong things that aren't you and it's leading you down a an ugly uh path and so it's really, you know, it's really something else. Now, you know, embark on this, try this today, is is right now, who am I? Mine's, mine's behind us. I've got a board filled right now is is that I mind mapped it out, man. I know I know who I am. Like I said, this year, I, I, I just can't deal with any drama. I just can't. I have zero mental space. There's only a little section of the brain that is designated towards that. And I'm not putting it, I'm not allowing that space to be filled up because life is enough as it is. You're going to have losses. You're going to have deaths. You're going to have arguments. You're going to have differences. You're going to have health issues. You're going to have all these, all these different things that can pop up stress, slow times. Maybe some of you are, are having to adjust um, to, to a, a normal November, December, January uh, is that the, the good old days of COVID are gone. And now we're back to 
how it was, you know, years past, decades past. And, and a lot of people are having to adjust that. And a lot of people won't make it. And a lot of the reasons why is they've become something that they're not. They've allowed themselves to go out and, 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 and be these people on social media. You know, I like to gravitate towards people that, you know, as authentically them. And, you know, it's, 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 um, it's just amazing. Cause I, I think of brands that are out there that are authentically of people. I think that are just truly who they are, you know, and, uh, you know, I didn't mention them. I think Snoop Dogg, if you had a chance to sit down with him, I think what you see is what you get. Uh, Elon Musk, I think that what you see is what you get. I think Joe Rogan probably backs it off a little bit. I think he's a little more intense even uh, probably in person than he is, you know, because he's got, you know, $100 million of sponsorship sitting there. He's got to be careful of, right? Uh, and even to, to me, I think that there's times that I tame myself down. I want to say things, but because of the people I'm associated with, I can't. Uh, one of these days I'll be able to, you know, one of these days I'll be able to. And so it's from there. So now go explore, man. And, uh, you know, it's incredible. Your, your mind is a universe. It really is. And why I say it's a universe. And this is, this is a note from Chris. I'm not going to own this. Um, I'll, I'm going to ad lib it though, is that the mind's a universe. Why is it a universe? It's big. It's complex. We really don't know shit about it. You know, as, as, as much as science wants to say, oh, man, science is ahead of mankind. Okay, we'll figure out the human brain because you don't know shit. Uh, you know the bottom of the ocean better than you know the, the, a, a person's brain, uh, you know, their spinal cord. I mean, all, all that central nervous system is just, to me, it's, it's, it's divinely designed. It's designedly built. It was designed by, by, by somebody with absolute purpose. Now you need to go out and you got to find that purpose and that purpose is it's it's per chapter. Your purpose is going to change. Is Diane and I are at a spot right now. We love our kids. Um, our youngest daughter turns twenty here in just uh, about two months, and um, our priority is we love our kids, but our priority is her and I. Is that that's our purpose? Is that's our universe? Is we want to go out and learn things about each other that we just really haven't been able to do for the last thirty years because we're raising kids and we had a lot of responsibilities for other people, other humans. And so now it's about getting to really know each other's minds and while we're getting to know ours, what we like, what makes us tick and uh, how much more alike we are and how different we are is, is that's an amazing factor right there. So with that, we can open it up. You guys got comments and questions. This would be a great time to do that. Great. Notes you know, I had, we had a, a lot of good, um, a lot of good comments come in. Uh, since early on in this, I just want to go back to uh, some of them here. I don't know who everyone is, um, but this one says, uh, you know, Facebook user, I feel like in order to succeed at life, you have to love yourself before you can truly love others. You know, I've loved, I've loved each other. The problem that I think I've had is I've loved each other more than I've loved myself at times. And that's not healthy either. I agree. And I think that if you can get that balance down, you're going to be a better person. Um, I just didn't have it. Matter of fact, there's times I, I, I loved uh, complete strangers more than I love myself. Um, Oscar knows exactly what that is. You know, is, there's a person. Yeah, right I'm next nodding to my head. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I'm nodding my head because, uh, you know, even, even an institution, you can be in love with the institution, the group, and uh, just for what it is and the cause, and you love it so much. But, you know, is it truly for you? And do you really love yourself while you're doing it? And a lot of it is, yeah. you know, yeah. this time spent 
in that, you know, but I do agree with, you know, you got to love yourself before you can, you know, love others. And that, that I really believe in relationships, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, marriage, stuff like that. You know, can you really show the love? If you don't love yourself, can you really have love for someone else? Um, you know, but yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I've been reading all the comments as they're coming in too. So it's been pretty interesting what people are saying here. Mary just Barry just said, you know, hey, you know, I live to serve others. And and I think that um I'm you know, I do too. And my my only one of the one of the things that's come back is I'll share something really intimate. I was asking one of my grown kids, you know, I was been in search in search and rescue for well before my kids were born, right? And um, you know, real active in it and deployments, I mean, last minute search and rescue, there's not a schedule is that you know especially there's times i was team commander um as team safety officer i mean trainer all these different positions i've had through the years and i and i remember being so active of you know getting picked up and dropped into the to different spots and i the last thing when i got home is that i wanted to do was go climb in a sleeping bag and be in a tent because i i spent so much time already doing it but that was kind of a really screwed up attitude because exactly what my kids saw me go do, they wanted to go do with dad. And I didn't provide that. And so um, I, I took the needs of others and put it before my own and my own family. That's fucked up. Excuse my French. You know, is that that's really fucked up. And when she said it and those plain words, I was like, damn, I just looked at her. I said, God, I'm sorry. You know, I just didn't look at it that way. I thought I was doing good, but I wasn't serving the people closest to me. And, and let's be honest, part of that was ego, too, of going out there and jumping in helicopters and going and getting shit done. I mean, I'm going to own it. And a lot of people, there's where the pussies out there that you guys are listening to won't own this shit. Is they're not going to tell you this. And I'll get criticized. I'm going to have people, oh, look, he admitted he wasn't the ideal dad. He admitted he did. Yeah, I'm doing it. You know why I'm doing it? A, it's me admitting it wrong. I feel good about myself by saying that. B, I hope you guys don't do that. Two parts. So the haters, go out and hate, man. I'll, I love myself too much to, to, to listen to you. I don't give two shits. You're, you're dumbasses anyway. You know, with that, Rennie, um, my daughter, she's uh, obviously older now, and I'm a grandpa. So this woman likes to throw it in my face. When He's I a went grandpa to life. I'm a grandpa. Yeah. Proud of it, you know, but, um, twice. Um, but yeah, so my daughter brought up a, a thing where I would go up to Santa Maria for little events for my grandson for his, you know, first day of kindergarten. I dropped them off. I picked them up. And when I, that day she, we went out to lunch, we just spent the day just me and my daughter while he was at school for four hours. And she said, you know, did you ever come, did you ever go to my first day of school? Ooh. And it, I kind of sat back and I was like, well, no, I didn't. I was honest. Like, well, why not? Where were you at? And I was like, well, I was doing this with the military. I was do. I was volunteering to go here. I was volunteering to go there. I was bouncing around every two years to do units, just to jump on deployments, you know, just to do cool training and cool stuff. And it, it kind of just, just like, well, I'm, all she said was, I'm glad you're doing it for baby Isaac now, you know, but I know that I missed the whole part of my daughter's childhood because mm. I chose to do other things. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's hard to make up for it. You know, we can't at the time that was just living that life. And I was living that again, that lifestyle of 
volunteering to go to this state to that state. I mean, it was, I traveled the country, you know, um, just getting involved in cool stuff, cool projects, cool, you know, cool exercises out there and just raising my hand and doing different things. And I missed out a lot of my kids' childhood because of that, you know, and, you know, can you, I can admit it and live with myself, but it's something that I can't make up. You can't make up for that time. And I think, you know, tying it into business, we get so caught up in building the business and building a shop and getting clientele that we forget to go home to the family that's actually supporting us. We forget to give time to those that are really there for us. Because at the end of the day, that shop's not going to be there. Your clients ain't always going to be there. They're going to move on to the next one. And at the end of the day, when you have nothing, you're going to have to look at that family and are they really going to accept you back, you know, after missing all that time. And, and I think it's important to give back and set time. And again, set that lifestyle of give your family that time that they deserve. Give the kids. It's okay to go away, get back away from the shop and, you know, not do certain things or be there all the time. You know, it's okay to do that. You know, um, I, I get what you're saying that you, you can't go back. You can't do that time over again. I think you can kind of make up for it. I, I think in your case, Oscar, you kind of are, you know, mm -hmm. by, by being there for your, your grandkids, your grandson, um, that kind of stuff. Um, you, you are kind of making up for it. And the other thing that you're doing is you're setting an example to them, yeah. right? So yeah. that going forward, going Amen. forward, hopefully they live by that example and don't end up making the same mistakes. You know, I mean, we've got you know, right off. Yeah. Right off of what Chris is saying is I, I took my dad and I never had a relationship. You know, I remember seeing him when I was five and he just disappeared, you know, didn't see him until I was 20 something. And we've just had hit and miss. And most of those hit and misses is that I thought it was my dad's problem. Wasn't my dad was staying, staying away and keeping distance because he knew that I was a young, I was an angry angry young man and he knew that it was going to take and get uglier uh until i reached a spot to where it was better and i had a better perspective of things so flash forward my mom i've shared this before challenges me to go build a relationship with him i can't imagine not having him in my life now we didn't rehash anything <laughs> what happened is, is i realized the guy at some point realized that the whole situation was bad and he'd be better off just, I mean, I wish he would have sent some dough our direction. So life wouldn't have been, you know, so tough. Um, but I don't know what his situation back then. I don't care. He doesn't need to explain that to me. I'm worried about the current and then I can call him up and we can talk cars and airplanes and real estate. And, and it's like, we are never apart. It's like we had an entire life together, but yet it's only been four and a half years. Uh, to me, that's yeah. magical. And that took a lot of self-evaluation and admitting, holy shit, this guy actually did a favor by backing away and not forcing this. And I never saw it. I never, I, I didn't see it till I was ready to see it. And, uh, well, Oscar, you know, you know, Oscar's daughter may, may not have had a, a dad around that much when she was young, when he was younger, all that kind of stuff, but she's got one now. Right. And that's what matters. You know, there's, there's people on, you know, in my family that weren't around, you know, during the young age of their kids, and they're still not around now for their grandkids. And that's that's the real tragedy, right? Is 
not growing, not maturing, not figuring it out, not, you know, not trying to fix yourself, you, you know, like those people. I agree. So I think you're in a good position, Oscar, because you know what, like Chris just said, is that you've got an opportunity to look at my own father example. You're around a lot more than he was, but look at the respect that I've got is that, you know, your daughter, you know, is going to just get more and more respect because you're going to show more and more respect. And, you know, and you're, for your grandkids and our future generations, you know, listen, I come from a really um, lineage of real fucked up family stuff, right? It's just the lineage goes back generations. It just went bad three generations ago. And and I hope that, you know, it, it slowly creeps back out. But I, I can see that my kids got some tendencies from Diane and I from our backgrounds that it's taken a lot of self-evaluation and going to our kids and going, look, this is things I'm seeing, you know, sorry that these went down in your childhood, but you know, maybe the same things are happening, you know, is you can't don't duplicate what you witnessed, you know? And I'm not, I mean, I make it sound, we weren't horrible. I just didn't hit the mark. I had this idea of what a dad was. I really never, I, I was just talking to a friend of mine. I never really thought about being, a father. I was so busy being a kid still as a grown up that it just, I was like, Oh shit, this just happened. This, this, this little creature, this little human is part of me and I'm responsible for it. And what do I do? You know, I never thought what I did. It was natural to just go in and, but I did everything I could. Right. Was it all right? No. Was it, you know, this car behind me, every one of our kids went to their first day of school. Our oldest daughter didn't because we didn't have it yet. But she I think she went to her first her first day of first grade in it and all of them went to their last day of high school in this car. And so was I there? Yeah, I was there for that. Was I there for game? Yeah, I was there for that. I was a great dad. I just wasn't an over fantastic dad that I wanted to be. So yeah. was that. Well, you know, the 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 jury's still out what kind of dad I have been or am going to be, but the one, the one way I like to look at it is I got good kids and uh, they're fun to be around. They're not yelling at me. They're not throwing tantrums. Um, so I might be doing something a little right, you know? Uh, and I'd echo it. We got great kids, man. I mean, you know, just watching them grow. Our son just spent 10 days with us here over the holidays, over Christmas. It was awesome to see. You know, he's newly married. Um, it was awesome to see how much he had grown, you know? It's awesome to see, you know, the independence. Our our oldest daughter's flying, you know, helicopters in Hawaii. Our son's got, you know, is really going in a good direction. He loves his job. Our middle daughter is, you know, is, she's got a family, two kids now. Our youngest one is, she's just a sweetheart. She's just got a, you know, she's got a great soul. And so, um, you know, it's it's pretty cool. So, Barry, thanks for jumping on, buddy. Happy New Year to you. You don't have any work to do. Come on, dude. I, I was just going to say the same thing. He doesn't work. You don't work. Come on. What are you talking about? You're going to go eat a jelly donut, dude. That's what Working you're going to go Tesla. do. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. He's going to go work on his Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say him? something, but I'd probably be in big trouble if I did. Barry, I'm going to send you a video and we're off of here because you know what? I can always tell. When you're getting close to me in your Tesla because of the noise it makes, so I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a little video here, in, in just a bit. So, going uphill, especially. He says he, says right. he works hard. 
<laughs> yeah, he does. Look at the brand he's done. You got, but you know, it's real easy. He, he does a lot of volunteering and it puts a lot of, 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 of good time into other people. And, uh, um, no, look at this. We have a Facebook user. Is that your daughter, Oscar? Is, um, I'm going to read this off. Is that your daughter uh, have you now, but also um, needed you before when she was young? It keeps changing. The best thing you can do is communicate that to her and let her know that you've made mistakes and close that close that circle. You know, that's exactly it. That's my kids. I just tell them, hey, man, missed the mark, but made it in others and, you know, use it to your advantage. I think that was uh, I think that was Ricardo. So yeah. I wonder yeah. I wonder if he was on earlier when you brought him up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. You know, it's uh, it's uns- so yeah. Well, any closing remarks, Oscar? Uh, you know, just tying it back into the, the what, what this is about, and you know, my biggest thing is just to tell everybody just know yourself and seek self improvement. You know, you can only get better every day. Um, but get out of your comfort zone. There was a comment out here and I'll go back through and I'll probably reach out to him. I'm not sure who put it out, but you know, he said he wished he was a people person, you know, don't wish on it, become it. You know, he said he was, uh, he wants to be a people person, just go out there and do it. You got to get out of your comfort zone. Uh, for a long time, I would not sit behind a camera and and actually do this live. I I was, you know, and there was people, you know, within the detail mafia that got me out of the comfort zone and says, you got to get in front of the camera. And that was for the business, but this is, you know, in the last two years, now I'm doing live podcasts with you, Renny, which is I would have never thought of even being in front of a camera at one point, but I had to get out of my comfort zone. And again, that's knowing yourself and, you know, honing in on your weaknesses and working on them by knowing your strengths and use your mm-hmm. strengths to work on your weaknesses. Um, and again, I think I'll just close out with that is know yourself and seek self-improvement. Chris, closing comment. You know, I just want, I actually just want to thank all the people that made comments during this. There was a lot of activity on the topic. I think that's pretty cool. Um, you know, I couldn't pull all of them up and, and everything, but the fact that you guys are chatting about this with us and amongst each other during this live stream is pretty cool. So I like that. Yeah. Over a hundred messages, you know, sent to us during this is pretty cool. And, you know, for those that are listening to the podcast recorded, you know, we wish that we could read them all off. It is Ricardo, and and he just put a note up that it was him. But you know, it's I'll close it out with this: is that you know, is is some people aren't comfortable with my bluntness on where I met, where I missed it. You know, I'm just a, I'm a strong personality, and if you look at where I came from of being a, a really unsure special ed kid, um, I had to develop that. And so, so for somebody to say they're not a people person, um probably the number one gift you can give yourself and others is being a people person is that believe it or not, you're a gift and, and you've just got to realize that. And that's the internal value that you've got to do that, that we spoke about today. And so if you feel that you're not a people person is, is Oscar just nailed it is become that. And as Chris just said, so many people talking about it, you know, on this means that it's something important and that we're, we're hitting a, we're hitting a chord with people is that, you know, I, I didn't, I've developed into the man I am today. It just didn't happen. But let, let me ask you this, and, and we're going to get out of here. Did you feel that, that you were going to do great things in life, Chris, Oscar, both of you? Or did it ever come up? Did you ever feel that, that way? Uh, no, my, my, I, was, I was going on the wrong path. In my teenage years, you know, I was I was involved in some stuff that I probably shouldn't have. Um, 
and it, you know, I'll, I'll give credit where credit is due. I had a recruiter who talked to me and, and kind of pulled me away from that, but I was definitely looking at some time, doing some time um, as a teenager, and uh, that recruiter kind of changed my mind and, you know, got me involved and focused me to the Marine Corps. And once I got in the Marine Corps and they got a hold of me, I, I loved everything about it, and I. I stuck around. I never thought I would do a whole career and make it up to first sergeant. I, I thought I was just going to, you know, do the bare minimum and get out. But then it just, I just loved it so much that that was life changing for me is, is going to boot camp and experiencing the military life that helped me out tremendously um, in life and where I'm at now. That's literally what changed me. And it was, you know, I, it was 50% me getting in trouble, but 50% of that recruiter getting me and talking to me and, and setting me in a different path. Um, you know, he took the time to, to, you know, and I'll never forget him. And, you know, like I say, give credit where credit's due. And, and that's, that's literally why I'm, I'm here now and I do what I do. And I've given back so much to the community, to the group, you know, why that's pretty much why I am that person is because of that, you know, because someone helped me out at one point where I needed the help. Do you, uh, do you remember his name? Yeah. Gunner Sergeant Flores. Wow. Hey, you mentioned it before. Chris? Yeah. You know, um, I spent, you know, what am I, 47? I probably spent at least 40 years wondering what I was going to do when I grew up uh, out of those 47. <laughs> um, I never, I never really, I don't think I ever thought about if I was going to do great things in life. Um, I think I just, I don't know, It that that's a really... That's a hard one. I, I look at my wife and I go, okay, what she's doing as a career as a teacher, she's making an impact. Um, and so I've kind of used her as a, a thermometer or whatever for, for, you know, doing good things in life, right? She is doing good things in life. She's not famous, you know, she's not gaining notoriety for it, but she's making a difference. She's making an impact. And uh, most of my life, I wasn't doing that. I feel like now a little bit, I get to participate in that with you guys. And so that helps, you know? Um, so to me, you know, just being able to make a little bit of an impact, that's doing the good things or the great things in life. So I love it. You know, it's funny because growing up the way I did, I, I figured out real quick and there's, there's, there's something, I, I, a podcast where, um, you know, people's thermostat around you, you want to have people that are warmer than you, you know? is that you want to get heat off of those people around you, you know, to gain traction in your life. And, uh, um, you know, a good friend of mine, Carlos, we were talking last night, and he goes, I just don't feel like I I bring the same heat to you that you bring to me. And I said, you do in a completely different way, is that your sense of adventure, you know, you're an immigrant, you came here from a different country, you know, is, is we don't all heat each other up the same exact way. Uh, I've got relationships that are all business. I got uh, relationships that are all personal and I've got relationships that go both directions. Right. And, 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 and jump into both of those. Um, I really felt at a young age because of the, some of the struggles that I had to put myself around hot rocks is that I had to jump in. I remember being on my first mission and all of a sudden the helicopter's coming in and I've been preached to that. Hey, until you're through hill attack, you don't get on the helicopters. Right. Well, all of a sudden now, here comes the helicopter pick us up and i'm going hey man i haven't been through hell attack and they said too late now this is your hell attack we're going you know and it was a one skid landing we had to get off there it's pretty you know pretty spooky 
And then I experienced drop shock for the first time. I don't know if Marines use that term on helicopters or not, you know, but drop you into a fucking, you know, zone and, and you're like, holy shit, you know, where the hell am I? You know, and the, the difference in between that is unlike what, you know, Oscar and other warriors have done, I, I wasn't getting shot at, you know, I, I mean, that's a whole nother level, right? Uh, we, 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 we had concerns on that a couple times. We took fire, believe it or not, several times in the helicopter, but it was isolated, you know, and it wasn't planned for. And half the time, I didn't even know what happened until it already happened. So it wasn't as spooky, but, um, you know, go out and work on yourself. I, I really appreciate, you know, a lot of people saying, you know, um, you know, people saying that, you know, thanks for, for sharing this, that, you know, it's an eye opener subject. Appreciate your open discussion regarding valuing ourselves. And I hope that you guys can, we all shared something intimate. Uh, and again, uh, most people are just going to share the, the, the shiny side of a new penny. You know, they're not going to, they're not going to share the tarnished side and the, the shiny side of anything is the easy part. The tarnished part is the hard one. So if we can get you through the hard stuff and train your mind, you know, how to think is that that's what, that's what detailing success is all about. That's what our training is all about. That's what the mafia is all about is, is taking and making sure that you don't hit the same pitfalls that so many of us did. And we launch you five or 10 years in, in front of where you're going to be if you don't get involved, you know, at that level. So. Yep. Or if you did it alone. Exactly. <clears throat> Oscar, thanks for jumping in, buddy. This was important. Thanks for having me. It was a good time. You got it. Is uh, Chris? Hey, let me ask you this: Does your do you, does your daughter watch this, Oscar? Do your kids uh, ever watch it. this, Chris? Did you? Yeah, my 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 kids, my family, they don't. You know, I'm sure they heard some of it. You know, in the other room. <laughs> All right. Yeah, they're still home. Yeah, I'll be interested. Yep. It's interesting. I don't know. I I I mean, I don't know if my kids do or not. I I guess I should probably ask. You know, hey Mark, what's up, man? But yeah. um, I don't know if know. I want them to. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, man, go have a powerful day. Thanks for uh, thanks for uh, checking in with us, and uh, go make life great. Well, uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Rennie Doyle podcast, brought to you by Detailing Success and PNS Double Black. Listen to new episodes weekly, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to share with your friends and colleagues. 